So how is it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn Podcast, your weekly source of video game news, reviews, and impressions. My name is Andrew, and joining me virtually is the fibrous one, the apex oak, Jacob. Hello, I've made it. Made I'm it. here. We are here, and together once again. Once again. We do apologize for, uh, we had to take some personal day last week. Yes, uh, I'm a little under the weather. Uh, I'm here, though, I'm live. Still live, still breathing. So, kicking. It. kicking. <laughs> Voluntarily kicking. Voluntarily. At least it's not some kind of weird spasm, you know? You know, that's true. It could be worse. Then again. <laughs> <laughs> then again. <laughs> You sprinkle I did a little. get those at nighttime. I got the old fancy kicky legs. Oh, the, the restless, the leg syndrome there. Yeah. I thought it was a big joke when I was younger, but no, it's real. It's, it's totally <laughs> real. I can imagine. I just lay in bed and your legs are like, hey, you want to do a marathon? <laughs> yeah, you trying to <laughs> trying to tap it out real quick? Uh, like a seasoned tap dancer? <laughs> yeah, I'm over there kicking her in the shins the whole night. Yeah, cha cha, <laughs> <laughs> and her Bruce Lee coming up. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's that's life right now. That's life. That's pretty cool. Well, I'm glad hey, to see uh, you're still uh, still doing well. Yeah, yeah. I guess as well as well as yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, here's a fun fact for you. Actually, Absolutely. Here's a question. <laughs> Switch it up on you. Uh, when uh, you are uh, enjoying your bathroom time, uh, hmm. seeing a man about a horse. Yes. As some like to say. Um, how does one uh, put their toilet paper on the roll? Yeah, that's a good question. Because I've been told I've been doing it wrong. Um, I do believe I always put it over. But I'm told it's supposed to go under. So like it hangs yes on the front yeah over like clockwise over the top down it's like I, I think I prefer the the toilet dispensary uh, of the paper thinking <laughs> like when you grab it and pull you're not pulling from under pulling from over pulling from over yeah cool. Is this is this the appropriate way? Oh, I don't know. I do it the other way. I like pulling from under. You like but pulling. Apparently, <laughs> I'm, I'm the crazy one. <laughs> uh, I didn't know this was like a huge, uh, huge thing, and we uh, came to this agreement that we silently just switched them back and forth, <laughs> leaving for the next person <laughs> in the house. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that I was the. Wrong. You were the weird Apparently, one. Apparently, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this was the argument that was presented to me about this very topic. So mm-hmm. I I always put it so it's 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 feeding over the top of the roll and hanging down. But I was told the correct way is to put it the other way, where it's hanging from the back side of the roll downwards. Because if you do it the way where it's over the top. Then if you rip it off too short, then it's hard to find the end of the paper again. And you just continuously keep rolling it around. Huh. But if you do it the other way where it's dangling from the backside, you know, you, it's always presenting its end piece, you know. I don't know. 
if that's so much funnier than what it is. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if that's a legitimate uh, argument, but it, 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 it felt like it carried weight. So I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> it's, I mean, it sounds like it, but I just think it's more comfortable to give her a old tug from the, from the back end. <laughs> <laughs> you just left all thought process at that point. <laughs> I guess you, I just want to pull it from the yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just really needed to know where we stood on that. And, uh, oh. It seems that we are opposites. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, but here we, we were doing it for like months without nobody saying anything. And then it got brought up one time. It was like, am I crazy? Or, or is this happening? I was like, no, it's me. I just thought, uh, I didn't know who was switching. And I was like, oh, it must've fell off the, the thing. I just put it back on the right way. <laughs> That's where I stand with toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, it's a good point. It's a very valid point. Uh, it's the only way to appropriately uh, feel each other out. You know, you just got to get in there and uh, you know, make decisive decisions on the the proper dispensing of the toilet paper. I just figured that was like the most important thing that we could have talked about on this podcast today. You know, it definitely surpasses anything we're going to talk about. Yeah, usually for the most part. <laughs> I did have something uh, interesting here. They would start off with as well, but it seems that they po- they, they possibly have uh, discovered DNA for a dinosaur that is 125 million years old. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just it's only 125 <laughs> million year old fossil. And I was like, well, hmm. that's ridiculous. And I feel like there was something about using that DNA to, to recreate a, a dinosaur. And I was like, haven't we made enough Jurassic Park movies to know that humankind cannot build a strong enough cage for dinosaurs? Like, we, we should be well aware. <laughs> I don't know. Just don't think I agree with the bringing back the 125 million year old dinosaurs. It's definitely been thought out before and uh, it's been put to movie and it's shown most likely that's what's going to go down. Mankind cannot cage a dinosaur. It's, it's proven. Somebody's going to have an off day. <laughs> and they're going to goof. Yeah. Something's going to go wrong. Something's going to go wrong. Or somebody's just going to be like, we don't need to cage these things. And, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden you got Jurassic Park 2. Yep. Jurassic you got Park dinos two. in the city. Dinos in the city. That sounds like a crap runoff, a spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> Colossal uh, preacher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a real gem right there. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to release all the pterodactyls Mm-mm, all no over the pterodactyls get out there and <laughs> all over the city screeching at everybody. <laughs> screeching it up with their little grabby feet. I bet their little the grabby feet are probably like hands. the size of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're a little tiny grabby feet. Little wee there. grabby hands. <laughs> Like man-sized grabby hands. Yeah. Screeching it up. Mm. Just super angry at everything. They really are. Pointy, pointy heads. I, I don't know if dinosaurs can be happy. I mean, is there a reason a dinosaur should be happy? Um, I don't know. I saw... Uh, uh, uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> what is it called? Oh, Land Before Time. Mm, with Bigfoot. They were, they were happy. Foot. Yeah, Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the Dimitri, guy, Sarah. I mean, that's it's it's aimed at a young audience. I think if the the dinosaurs are murdering each other, uh, 
might not be good for good for show, you know. There was a grumpy T Rex in there. Yeah, yeah, you know, but small hands. Ah. Yeah, the ones with the long necks. I think they're probably the happiest of all dinosaurs because they got that like derpy face and they're just eating the leaves all day. Mm-hmm. You know, so they Wrecking, can't like half the, the the rainforest with their neck. Yeah, they can't be too upset about that. I know what they do. I can imagine how stiff that neck gets. So if they lay, they they lay on that wrong at night, I don't know if that's recoverable. Yeah, popping that neck. <laughs> <laughs> imagine a neck brace on like a bronchiosaurus. The goofiest looking. It's like keeps their neck straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thought of thinking about a giraffe like yeah. throw up and <laughs> it's. <laughs> It gets me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyways, this is a video game podcast. (laughs) If anybody didn't know, Uh, we have to listen to our prehistoric podcast on a a later date. Because that's the thing, you know. That's our paleontologist. uh, Our paleontologist (laughs) podcast. (laughs) And you gave it the whole you gave the whole legal uh, title for it. That's great. When I'm here, uh, my my sickness has brought on a whole new wealth of brain power. <laughs> the wealth of brain power is just throbbing of you know, just yeah. brain juices everywhere. Brain is so big right now. It's splurging so brain juice. Then <laughs> <laughs> wrinkles are real. Uh, it was so swole right now. That it's probably just smooth like Botox. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All I can hear is groaning in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, I swear this podcast is rock games. <laughs> I, I don't know what I don't know what we're. Uh, well, I, we lose focus, and it's just it's just a thing after that, and it's just it's, it's very know, easy, very easy. And I'm glad uh, glad people listen to it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also find us on Patreon.com, where you can also support the show and get the show ad free. You know, because that's always cool. And also, you can find us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. Where uh, you can find whatever we put on there, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're there. We're there. We share some stuffs here and there. Anyways, on today's show, we got PlayStation Plus games for November. We got some reports of the Nintendo 64 suffering on Nintendo Switch, Xbox Vision for 2042. Um, PlayStation is labeling as uh, PlayStation PC for the PC uh, branded stuff. Uh, Bowser pleads guilty to his crimes for uh, Nintendo. Not bad not Bowser. the the bad Bowser, not the not the one leading leading Nintendo. That's the good Bowser. That's the good Bowser. If there's such a thing, right? Yeah. Sega spending a whole lot of money on a super game, and we got GTA Parent Company Take Two is going to be making 62 games coming by March 2024, <laughs> which is unbelievable. And I don't believe that for a second, but <laughs> yeah. We will get at least game like once every like seven, eight years. Yeah, I don't know. We will discuss. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> quick uh, off the top here. I just wanted to run by uh, the November 2021 PlayStation Plus games, which are Knockout City for PS5 and PS4. We got First Class Trouble, PS5 and PS4. Uh, Kingdom of Am- Amalur, Re-Reckoning, PS4. The Persistence, yeah. PSVR, 
The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Standard Edition, PSVR. And Until You Fall, which is also PSVR. So good lineup, I think. Uh, what do you think of this lineup for November? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually currently getting them right now on my phone. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot to get them. Uh, Knockout City, I've heard, is pretty solid. Yeah, I do want to try that. Um, that's like a Battle Royale dodgeball team thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever that that may be. I heard it was fun, though. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm willing to give that a good whirl. Uh, first Class Trouble, I don't know if you looked that up, but that's like a social deduction Among Us style game. Um, could be good. Uh, was, I don't was know. Was that on PC at all? Uh, ye- yes. I think I've seen it on Steam. I think that's where I've uh, seen it from. I don't know much about it besides just what genre, <laughs> what you're doing in this said game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was to say the kingdom was about. I'm, I'm, ooh, <laughs> go ahead, butcher it <laughs> like everybody else does. <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalar, Amalor. I don't usually even say the line. I'm like, can you just <laughs> That's a solid one. We were actually talking about that yesterday about, uh, yeah. Being a, being a solid RPG. It is a good one. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know what they added to it in the re-reckoning besides kind of like making it look prettier. I don't know if they added anything or made it run better. I, I really don't know the depth of it, but I'm definitely probably going to go back and check it out. Cause I had a lot of fun with that on the 360 John, 360 era. Pretty sure they made another, like they released it and then they did like another thing that you paid for. It got like an extra five hours of gameplay or something on it. Yeah, I got no time for that. Just give me the base <laughs> game because I'm probably not going to finish that either. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to start it and I'm, I'm definitely going to forget about it. So, But yeah, I'm excited to try it. I was I wanted to I was excited when they announced this actually because I was like wow then I was like yeah you know they were get kind of bashing it because it wasn't like a really nice remaster you know it was just kind of like okay but I was like ah yeah, still a good really still a good game but if they're gonna give it to me for free absolutely I'm gonna, I'm gonna scoop that up mm-hmm. uh, the next one persistence uh, if I I did notice this if you go into your PlayStation where this is a VR game, they made this a standalone thing as well without VR, like after the fact. But uh, if you do claim the, the VR one, you can claim the Persistence Enhanced, which is the PS5 standalone for free. Uh, so you take advantage of that. Where does one do that? I've seen it on my console, so you might have to get it on the console to do it. I'm not sure. Hmm. But click on the persistence, go to the persistence on the store. Uh, like you're going to down, like add the library, that thing. Oh, and, and then on the, it. on the right side, it's like a enhanced thing. And it says free. Give me that. So go on and scoop that. Cool. Done. Uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Uh, that's supposedly a pretty fun one. I haven't tried it. I've seen a little, some gameplay of it. And the trailers and stuff look really good, too. A lot of freehand, free motion kind of VR stuff slaying the zombies and i think that just had a recent update as well that added new campaign stuff mm. uh, so that should be exciting that's got know. a lot of like stealthy elements in that one if if i remember yeah but i think it was really uh interactive like you can like 
toss your knife and stuff from like one hand to the other to stab them in the neck and stuff. Like it was really yeah, like involved. Like it was really good good VR usage. Uh, until you fall, I don't know too too much about this. Uh, I do believe it's like a uh, a melee kind of uh, game, but other than that, I don't know too 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 much about it. Heard it was good though, so I'm gonna give that one a try as well. Uh, when I stretch the VR out, that's always a hassle. Can't complain about three three free VR titles. I mean. And the, yeah, and they're all like good ones. It's not like they just kind of gypped you uh, and gave you some like weird something, mm-hmm. whatever on the VR store or whatever. And I'm 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 con- completely content with the other three games too. So I probably won't do the first class trouble thing because I'm not a huge Among Us kind of person. But yeah, same here. Other two, yeah, I think I give the other two a, a good, you know, roundhouse try. <laughs> <laughs> Starting up two, we got players reporting Nintendo Switch Online, Nintendo sixty four games suffering from input lag, frame rate issues as well. So we got Matt Perzel at IGN says some players have upgraded their Nintendo Switch Online subscription to access the expansion pack are upset about the performance of the service in Nintendo 64 games. Fans are reporting issues of input lag, sound delay, frame rate issues, and incorrect controller layouts. Many issues have been collated into a reset error thread, which has attracted farther submissions from players who are unhappy with the service. Common complaints focus on input lag, user Paftree said input lag in OOT is so bad. User, we're not going to say his name, echoed this, saying pretty noticeable input lag and audio delay in N64 stuff so far. Fame Zelda Ocarina of Time speedrunner ZFG posted his thoughts to Twitter, noting that this version is worse than the one featured on the Wii U's virtual console. Alongside input lag, players are reporting sound effect delays and issues with music playback as a as a strange button layout problem that inverses the placement of the A and B buttons with no option to remap. Considering their aggressive price tag on an expansion pass, it's understandable why people would put or would be so put off by the myriad of problems that are being seen here, said thread creator Hustle Bun. <laughs> Old Hustle Bun. Not the Hustle Bun. Uh, <laughs> at least he's using his buns effectively and hustling those. That's true. That's true. But uh, I haven't tried this. Have you? I don't think you tried it yet have you no i i actually wanted to wait uh i think for this reason yeah no it's um, understandable plus the price kind of got me away for a little bit um just for now uh, <laughs> i mean we were actually considering doing like switching over to do a family thing because it seemed like to be a bigger save uh than just buying it straight up for every one of us Oh yeah, for sure. I know. I definitely agree with you there. But this is a—it's uh, a real upset because I mean, every everybody was really looking forward to basically the games. I mean, Zelda really to be put on there—that was one of the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just to be able to play all these on your Switch, and then you're paying that much extra money, and you got this big old upset of of not just one or two things. It's a—it's a pretty pretty hefty amount of stuff. Yeah, it seems like a lot wrong. of issues. Yeah, for something that I, sh- I feel like should have been tested pretty thoroughly before they released yeah. it. I mean, they had no pressure to release this. You know, it was like spur of the moment kind of thing, really. They didn't have to announce it and release it so soon. Mm-hmm. They could have done this whenever they felt ready. 
And I think it should have been pretty streamlined and smooth if that's the case, especially with the button mapping thing. Like what's the, the consequence of remapping buttons? Like just let people do what they want with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, I don't know. And, and they're, it's not like they're remastering the stuff They're They're just pretty much emulated. Yeah. Yeah. It's just emulated onto it, uh, onto this, the switch really. I mean, that's pretty much what all these are, even the NES and SNES stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, it's easy that I could go and sit there and do it. But I mean, you guys, it's what you do. <laughs> it's what you do, what you do. <laughs> uh, and it's a big thing. I mean, I mean, like you said, they had it was no Nintendo's not one for like Russian deadlines or anything. They, they usually just release their stuff when they feel like they're going to release their stuff. Pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an upset. They problem going back. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, you still do get the Animal Crossing DLC with this, which I still think is worth it in that case to subscribe for this one year to get your Animal Crossing DLC. Yeah. And then if they don't get this sorted out or they change their mind on how about how they're doing all this stuff, then uh, you can always get out of there and get your regular subscription back. And you can know you get that sweet DLC for Animal Crossing, which I heard is pretty nice. They did release it early, too. I, I went on there and I seen where it was still for pre-order on the 4th or whatever, and I was like, I don't know how I don't know how people are playing this. Like, where they... Yeah, I saw <laughs> a bunch of people saying it was early. Yeah, maybe they did the update come early, then the expansion was on time, or, or I'm not sure. Sure. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, I, I just heard a bunch of people saying, oh, my gosh, it's here. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I haven't even downloaded it yet. Uh, it's on my other switch, actually. Did you ever find your island? Did you did you reclaim that or I have uh, not gone to see because I, I know I'm going to be I know <laughs> gonna disappointed. Be upset. I forgot I we left off on this. Yeah, I don't. It's you're bringing back ill memories about <laughs> to have flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a hundred hours on that island. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so sad. That's, that's real it's upset. Gone. <laughs> all my all my apples and all my, my Godzilla and my nice yard. My my cool people that I had on my island, except for that one uh bird who I wish would leave and she just won't leave. <laughs> she knows she's like upsetting everybody on the island. So she's yeah. sticking around to see who else leaves. <laughs> and last time I played, I was like, please, gosh, uh, I, I just, I know she's going to say, you think I should go? And I would say, yes, but she's like, where have you been? I ain't <laughs> seen you in a while <laughs> and nothing. I'm like, great. Yeah. I, I don't know. They made some of the animals on there were like super bitter for no reason. Yeah. They're just super angry. I don't need that kind of negativity on my island. No, it's supposed to be happy uh, paradise, you know, don't need any of that. Yeah. They don't mix well with my 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 bodybuilding squirrel, and uh, <laughs> then my my super rock star squirrel, and then my my uh, like vintage goth ram. She's really cool. <laughs> gotta love the goth ram. Yeah. Oh, and I got a beefcake uh, gorilla. Oh yeah, everybody's like pumping pumping weights in this game. Yeah. Either that or they're real upset. At everything. Ooh. And then one of my favorites, I had a, I had a super fab, uh, super fab unicorn mm. named named Julian. 
<laughs> Julian. He's always like, yo, dog, check out my house. And then I go in there and it's this magical space house. And I'm like, oh, man, you sleep in a moon? You got the <laughs> best house. <laughs> Super jelly. Yeah. Well, he's gone now. I'm sure of it. So He's gone. It's just that one bird left. <laughs> yeah, that's what it'll be. That'll be my first villager if we start over again. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, where you been? <laughs> There's a whole yeah, new account. Now, how do you know me? <laughs> I've been waiting for you. All the other Islanders left. <laughs> Just wanted to stay back and tell you. <laughs> yeah. Just to let you know, you really need to do some work around here because it looks pretty bad. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Bird. Well, story number three. We got Xbox Vision for 2042, which is 32K resolution and 480 frames per second. Hey, so when I first read this, (laughs) I definitely thought that they were talking about cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what the title thought. I was like, wow, maybe they're going to jump in and say, hey, we got to really bang this out. Tired of it. (laughs) But uh, I stand uh, corrected. Yeah, it's a it's a funny little article. I was like, yeah, I got to I got to put this in there. But uh, Gabe Gerwin at GameSpot says, 2042 sure does seem like a long time for now, but Microsoft seems admitting that Xbox will still exist in a partnership with EA to promote Battlefield 2042. The company has released a trailer for Xbox 21 years in the future, and it sure does look fancy. Imagine a gaming experience indistinguishable from reality, Microsoft threatens in the video. We see footage of a variety of potential games, including a military shooter, cowboy game, and a football game. And it says the whole experience is powered by quantum technology and supports one quintillion floating point operations per second. For comparison, Xbox Series X supports 12 trillion flops. That's where the 12 T-flops figure comes from, for a 2042-era Xbox to support one quintillion the GPU would have to be more than 83,000 times more powerful. Huh. It's a staggering figure, and that is actually possible now, a bit only from a, with a supercomputer. Still getting that in just a few decades for home use is pretty optimistic. The Dreamcast was capable of about a tiny fraction of what the Xbox Series X can do, but it's still not 83,000 times less powerful. That says that Xbox will have 32K Native resolution up to 480 frames per second with zero loading and holographic user interface. It also includes 70 games at launch and more than 5,000 backwards compatible Xbox games. So, are you picking up an Xbox in 2042? Excuse me. (laughs) 32K native resolution. I don't know what that is. Our eyes can't perceive. There's no way that you can like 32K resolution at 480 frames per second. Like who's who's My visualizing? Eyes are watering. I get about <laughs> this frames are moving so fast it just blurs. Gosh, you gotta strap up your plain throw up bag around your deck for when you go to play a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's man. It's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, apparently it's going to be uh, like a, a hologram, holographic. I don't know. Hey, I mean, that's. Maybe that's where uh, they get. I'm not down. To it. it sounds awesome. And I mean, I, I believe that if, if anyone's going to do it, it's probably going to be Microsoft. Yeah, that sounds um, scary because that means that's like on the edge of like, like if the Terminators don't kill us by then, you know. You're right. I mean, that's, this is something to look forward to, though. 
<laughs> that, that doesn't happen. Uh, Skynet's in my backyard, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta log into my Xbox real quick. <laughs> I gotta uh, see this 32K uh, resolution. <laughs> but like, well, one, I gotta be like old. I'm really gonna be breaking out the Walker and the town. Well, I probably won't even have to worry about that then. No, no, you you'd be fully robotic by then. You might actually be yeah. the Terminator. So that's that's also yeah, a say, good point. Uh, focus on everybody else. <laughs> You're the first uh, T1000. Uh, yeah. I'll take it. Prototype. They're already, re- but, uh, like, they're already building it now, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting pieces every other every other year. <laughs> Get them in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> but this is cool to think about. I mean... It definitely shows. Uh, well, that comparison about like the Dreamcast to the Series X—that's, I mean, that makes sense. That's crazy how far that's come, and that's not even been like a super long amount of time. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, if you look at some games that came out like in the '90s, like side scrollers and stuff like that, then you look at like now, we're really only talking what twenty to thirty years. Uh, you can see the progression in that, and it's really phenomenal uh, progression in technology in that span of time. When you really think about it, we're talking about a, a small fraction of time uh, in our lifetime, really, compared to yeah. you know it's year twenty twenty one. So the other two thousand years before that, we didn't develop anything even <laughs> remotely close to this. So uh, I feel like it's advancing pretty fast. And you figure they came out the first actual. You know, usable interface on like a computer or something way back in the like the 70s and stuff like that, 60s, uh, where they can actually compute something. And I think the first the game, the first game they made was like on a what a vacuum tube thing uh, for Pong. Gosh, what was that thing called? Watch the whole documentary on this, too. It's terrible. Not the Atari. No, no. Before that? Way, way before. Yeah, they had like ColecoVision. That was like a mm-hmm. really old PC thing. Um, even way before our time. You know, it's it's kind of cool to see like it came from that and in really this short period of time we can already do what we can do. Completely amazes me. Well, yeah, the what the internet didn't even really exist before what the 90s or Yeah, pretty yeah, before you could actually push data through something. I mean, yeah. I mean, you see that in you've seen that in your lifetime, which is crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember having your phone line hooked up to your computer and hearing the awful screeching, scream from your yeah, yeah, it was your Windows ninety five <laughs> yeah, <wait. computer. laughs> Oh man, yeah, I'm glad we got from it's that different. Big difference for where we're at now, where it takes like ten seconds for a computer to turn on. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a whole it was a whole boot thing before. That took forever. The monitor's gonna warm up, you know. Yeah, that, get the juices in the monitor fluid. Replace the monitor fluid every couple couple months. <laughs> <laughs> lube up your monitor. Yeah, lube up the monitor. Yeah, now a lot of people, you know, this whole generation coming up, and and the the one probably close before that and probably never even seen a life without smart devices and, and internet and stuff like that. It, it really blows my mind. Like mm-hmm. thinking about stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's really crazy. 
Yeah, like, the fact that you have the whole world at your hand in your phone. Yeah. I mean, there was it no... used to only be good for phone calls and snake. Snake. <laughs> snake. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff, man. But they did make another uh, a funny goof on this uh, this 2042 thing. Is I think uh, Battlefield made they put out a a trailer or whatever, and one of the like the billboards in the background had Tom Brady on it, and uh, it's like real old, real old Tom Brady, and this is MVP 2042. <laughs> <laughs> still out there doing it. You're still slinging the pigskin, you know. I thought that was hilarious. The magic hands. He does. I don't get it. People probably like, ah, I don't want to hear nothing about Tom Brady on a video game podcast. Get this out of here. <laughs> Turning it off. <laughs> uh, the man sold his hands to somebody and they gave him magic powers. That's all I'm saying. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't really like him either, but I don't yeah. know what he does. Totally sold his soul for uh, gifted football abilities. You want to talk about who Terminator is? <laughs> yeah, that laser pinpoint accuracy. Yeah, he does. Maybe they get they and uh, they put the the eyes in him. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah, that's what it is. You didn't get that in I the mail know. yet. My head to my head. Uh, you said eyes, and I said Shinigami eyes, and I was like, this that's completely it's nowhere <laughs> near that. That's, that's Death Note. Yeah, he's not out there murdering people. So you see everybody's name and age. Real quality content today coming from from me. Yeah. I don't Just, know. Uh, <laughs> I am focused. We might talk about games at some point. We haven't actually talked about any games. Yeah, we talked about... Uh, Did we? Nintendo 64. Yeah, sure. Sure. The console. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Smooth sailing today, buddy. Yeah, all gold quality content here. Yeah. I can't even think of a good transition in between stories. I just, I just, just oh. blatantly just cut you off and just start talking about something. <laughs> just like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> no smoothness on this end. So, Anyways, <laughs> Sony has formed <laughs> the PlayStation PC label for its PC games push, which is uh, pretty cool. Andy Robinson of VGC says PlayStation has formed a new label specifically for its PC gaming operation and merged. On Wednesday, Steam user noticed that the play platform holders PC released had their publisher switched to PlayStation PC LLC from the previous PlayStation mobile label. According to the corporation wiki listing, Sony Interactive Entertainment registered the PlayStation PC name in April this year via its California-based headquarters. Although the name appears to be a formality, it represents another strong signal that Sony intends to increase the gaming output on the PC platform. Sony's first modern PC ports were Horizon Zero Dawn in August 2020 and Days Gone this May. Looking ahead, Uncharted 4, The Thief's End, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy will also make the jump to PC in 2022. Shortly after, they arrived for PS5, and God of War was announced as an upcoming PC port this year, or this month. Another PlayStation title, Sackboy Big Adventure, may be coming to PC too, according to the list it spotted on Steam's database this week. In a corporate report publisher published last summer, Sony first said it would explore bringing more PlayStation exclusives to PC following Horizon Zero Dawn's release on the platform. Then earlier this year, SIE president confirmed PlayStation would bring a whole slate of games to PC. 
Speaking of uh, GQ, SIE boss Jim Ryan said that opportunity to bring PlayStation's IP to a wider audience as well as an easier port process meant that making more games for PC was now a fairly straightforward decision for the company. As well, SIE is now embracing PC, whereas before it was hesitant to bring games to the platform, Ryan said. I think a few things changed. PlayStation recently acquired Nick Software, which is best known for its work on the PC versions of Square Enix properties, including Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Hitman, and Thief, to help help it bring its games to the platform. So it sounds like they're doubling down on the PC uh, porting. What do you What do you say? I think it's good for them. I'm glad they actually uh, kept up with it and didn't release like one or two games and kind of like trail off. It only seems like they've uh, picked it up and gone actually faster. Because uh, what was the first one they did? Um, Horizon. Was it Horizon? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, they seem they seem to move pretty quickly after that. I mean, it took a little bit, but it's like it's coming more and more, and then they announce another one a lot more frequently than what they did. Yeah, I think they could build on this. Uh I think Sackboy is probably a good one. Uh, don't they have like a, uh, I don't know if it's like Little Big Planet, but can you make like user created stuff in that? Or I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, I haven't tried that one yet. I want to say, um, I, I imagine so, because that's what those games were all about anyway. That could really thrive, I think, on PC, if that's the case. Uh, yeah. let, let people create their own content and mod in and stuff. It worked really well. Same with Dreams. Like I think they they should have ported Dreams over to uh, PC. So people yeah, can... I think that could get a, a a whole lot more attention than what they wanted. You know, they didn't get as much as what they expected. Um, yeah. Just for the wide scope that that game actually is, uh, I think that would do really well actually on the PC. Yeah, I think they there were some pretty beautiful creations I've seen come out of that, and I was like, I didn't even know this game was possible to like even make something this nice, but. People are figuring it out and they're using it to make like incredible things. It's a shame that people aren't uh, jumping all over that even more than they are. But PC, it might give it a second life. Yeah, open up the modding a little more uh, for the PC. You know, just make it a little more uh, user user friendly. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I I agree that that would be a good one. Um, God of War is definitely a obvious choice yeah for sure they're going to sell ps5s just just because of that like they're going to play that god of war 2018 and be like i I gotta get a ps5 to play ragnarok yep so this is a great move they can't be profiting or not profiting but they can't be grossing too much off god of war at this point on just that console so Mm -hmm. this this you know definitely opens it up And I know a lot of like the Sony people are like kind of a little bit bitter about you know their exclusives going on PC, but I mean I don't know why people would be upset about it. I mean it's really bringing in a bigger audience, which allows Sony to create even better content and stuff. So no need to get too upset about it. Plus uh, Xbox, all, I mean you know Xbox are doing this for forever. Their games come on yeah. PC and Xbox at the same time, so they can't be like, oh well we can't play their Xbox games. Well, yeah, you can just get a PC. <laughs> you can get it. You know, hey, your game has <laughs> shares straight to that. It's, yeah, it's really uh, worth it on that point. Now, do you have to have uh, a beefy PC for Game Pass on PC, or can you um, st- can you can you stream with that? I'm not. I don't know if I heard of that before. So pretty much, you go on there and you just download the games right from there. It has its own like 
uh, app, basically. Gotcha. It runs all right off the, the what is it? The, yeah, the Xbox app that's usually already on your PC. Like through, oh, yeah. it, it, you just get it through the Microsoft store if it's not already on there. Gotcha. Which should already be on your PC, you know, unless you got like a no Mac. Mac. <laughs> and, and, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it I don't think it works like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, you had to invest. Yeah. In a Mac. It's, it's what you're saying, right? <laughs> yeah. You know. Hey, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned something about Apple. Right now, you can go on your PS5 and get Apple TV for six months free. But you got to have a PS5. So you're telling me I should do that? You, well, not that I openly ever promote Apple products or Apple anything. Uh, but mm-hmm. in this in this case, uh, it is free for anybody interested. You have to do it from your, PC, or your, no, your PS5 console. You go on the app and uh, you claim that through the through that. Do you like free? So free is free is exceptionally uh, affordable for most people. So yes, <laughs> uh, and most people are okay with free. Free. Uh, every once in a while, there's people who's not, which uh, gets me. But <laughs> you know, to each uh, their own. Yeah. So make sure you cancel that. Don't forget in six months. I don't know how much it yeah, costs. That's, that's where they're that's gonna get you. That's why they do it. <laughs> So five months and 29 days, you need to probably definitely ditch that. I mean, there's a couple of good shows, I think, on there. There was some one with uh, Batista and Jason. Uh, what's his name? Aquaman. Um, Momoa. Yeah, Momoa. I want to call him Samoa, but that's a, that's a wrestler. Mimosa. Uh, Mimosa. But yeah. There's, that's a drink. Yeah. Not a good drink either. That's the one with the wine in it, ain't it? Yeah, they're not bad. It's like champagne. <laughs> It's champagne. Yeah. There's a little champagne in there. <laughs> just sad noise or something. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody grows yeah. up. <laughs> Each their own. Very true. Indeed. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, the Nick software thing too for the PlayStation, uh, I can see that now playing out in their in their favor as well. Oh yeah. Back on yeah. that. That's, that's that's a good purchase. Uh it's going to work well. It's going to probably, uh, well, they don't have to, they don't have to sub this work out. So that's more profitable for Sony. If they just own the whole freaking company, it doesn't. And everyone is waiting for that bloodborne on PC, but it's coming. You're getting your remaster, buddy. Don't you, don't you worry. It's coming. It's waiting. Yeah. You, you, you can go talk to, uh, you can go talk to blue point. Get your bloodborne yeah, too. Talk to them. Yep. <laughs> Story number five. We got Bowser pleads guilty to his crimes. We'll pay Nintendo four point five million dollars. <laughs> so this gets super That's confusing. So much money. That's, that's a lot of money. Uh, yeah, why, I'll do it. <laughs> so why does everybody in this ecosystem have the last name Bowser? That has anything to do with Nintendo? It's like, what is the coincidence? That's a good point. Maybe but, uh, he felt obligated. Oh, you know what? That's probably what it was. It, it was, it was, you know, it's almost like a legacy at that point. Like, if your last name's Bowser, you have to obviously incorporate yourself into the Nintendo business somehow. You do. I don't think you really have a choice. I don't think you do. What's Mario's last name? Or is Mario? Is that his last name? <laughs> Mario, Mario. 
Wasn't that an actual thing? And Luigi Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I just come to think of it, does he even have a last name? Mario's uh, last name. Full name, Mario Mario. <laughs> is that really his name? That's <laughs> uh, what it is. Yeah, get out of uh, here. Yeah, so it's Luigi. Is, uh, no, no, it would have to be Luigi Mario, right? Yeah, they both brothers. have the last name Mario. <laughs> That's freaking dumb. I am Mario Mario, and this is Luigi Mario. <laughs> oh, Italians. And they're plumbing. That was revealed at the uh, 30th anniversary festival. <laughs> that was so, in 2015, so. Oh, so it's official by this point. It's been six years in. It's definitely his name at this point. Yeah. Mario Mario. Uh, that is, um, can't make that up. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is oh. something else. I made myself forget that. You made yourself forget it. Well, I, I do apologize for bringing this uh, recollection. So silly, but I was like, no. Nah, <laughs> That's not true. Don't ruin my childhood. Old Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Somebody, you know what? They, they probably threw the paperwork on that that guy's desk and was like, "We need this for uh, for the press today, sir." Uh, just put Mario on it. <laughs> okay, yeah, just Mario, Mario it up. <laughs> That's great. But Gabe Gerwin at Gamespot says a man named Gary Bowser, who participated in a hacking enterprise to unlock Nintendo Switch systems, and a pleading uh, is pleading guilty to his crimes. As part of his plea deal, Bowser agrees to pay Nintendo $4.5 million, and he is still facing potential multi-year imprisonment. Plea agreement doesn't sound like a good plea agreement at all, by the way. Uh, the plea agreement outlined in the court filing in Nintendo's own Western uh, District of Washington obtained by Torrent Freak states that Bowser was a member of the uh, Cyber Criminals Enterprise that created, sold, and distributed circumvention devices capable of allowing game consoles to play ROMs, thereby inflicting monetary harm on the game developers and publishers who sold the legal versions of these games. In addition to the criminal charges, Bowser was also sued by Nintendo. And he was deep. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, was, he was screwed in all different directions on this he one. He was in it. Uh, the group uh, developed hacks for a variety of game systems, including the Nintendo Switch, as well as the 3DS, dating back all the way to 2013 and running until August 19th, 2020. The enterprise generated at least tens of millions of dollars of proceeds from the sale of the circumvention devices, the filing reads its estimate losses of those affected were somewhere between sixty-five million and one hundred and fifty million. Bowser says only he only got between five hundred and a thousand dollars a month to participate by additional advertising revenue brought his own total gains to about three hundred twenty thousand dollars. The U.S. Department of Justice agrees to dismiss other courts of uh, other counts of indictment against Bowser as part of the plea deal, but the penalties for his crimes for which he's guilty already include two potential five-year prison sentences, which could be saying so long to Gary Bowser for some time. Look, so he only profited 320000 That's how I take it when I read this. I read this earlier, and, and I was like, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound right. And he's going to, he's agreeing to pay back $4.5 million? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think it's somebody with his last name. Uh, he might as well just go ahead and hang out in prison. <laughs> I don't see much more of it. I don't um, see him making any kind of money uh, to pay that back. Never. <laughs> like, never. Plus, he opens another criminal enterprise, but that's a, that's another thing. 
Unless he goes like Nintendo and they're like, you're working for us. Yeah, maybe I mean, he could have ported those N64 games a little smoother. Yeah, uh, that, that's the only... That's a good point. <laughs> maybe they rethink that part of the trial. <laughs> write that into the... Uh, yeah. The old... Uh, what is that? The plea argument. Yes. I mean, really, though. It sounds like that's what he was doing and it was working well. Uh, I mean, the government... Government hires hackers all the time to, to hack their yeah. own stuff to figure out if it's hackable. So, why well, isn't Nintendo? Well, well, you know, Nintendo probably doesn't want this to be out there. Maybe that's really what's happening. Actually, it's sure. uh, they're this it's sentence. They're saying he's going to prison, but Bowser's actually going to work for Bowser at Nintendo. That's what's going to happen. And Nintendo started going really hard on this. Uh, how many years back? Uh, like they really, it was almost like they've made it a mission and a campaign out there to go against uh, a lot of the, the big sites. Cause that was something separate too. They, they won all those. I think those deals against a couple websites, they were doing it, the ROM sites and they shut them down. Yeah. They got them shut down. Yeah. It was a whole nother took, thing. Took money from them. And then this guy was for the system part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, basically it sounds like he's just like jailbreaking consoles and putting so you can run ROMs and emulations. Yeah, basically like the consoles that they sell that have uh I want to say like what so I'm I'm not very uh what am I I don't want to say smart in this. Like a Raspberry Pi on it and then emulating all the stuff on it. That's all I know. Like I know yeah. I've seen a couple people that do that and I'm like that's cool or you could like just try to like play the original games yeah like I understand on some things like but some of those games are like god awfully expensive I'm talking about classic stuff I'm going somewhere completely different <laughs> Mary Bowser you you did it then yeah I think he you know like I get, I get the fact that people want to play these old classic games <laughs> and obviously Nintendo knew it's, it's long term goal of, of putting you know, emulating these old games, as you've seen with the the NES and the SNES stuff on the <clears throat> Nintendo Online subscription. Now they got the N sixty four. I'm sure that was like why they were after this to begin with, because they wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. They didn't want this out on the market in places where people can play it el- elsewhere. So I'm sure that's why they're attacking a lot of this. And- it's like it's like a Game Pass for them, except they they want to build their like classic libraries. Yeah. Um, and it's hard which to do I'm that. cool if it doesn't just does it right. Yeah, now I'm cool with you know it's it makes it so much easier if you just pay a subscription and, and play whatever you want and not have to worry about it. But yeah, and having to download and yeah. have twenty different emulators. Yeah, and yeah. VPNs hassle. running and uh, it's it's just a, it's <laughs> yeah. just a nightmare. Knowing that, that old Doug Bowser is gonna come beating down your door. Yeah, big big Bowser boy gonna be at the door. Get a, a piece of mail in your mailbox. It's just a picture of Reggie with a disappointed face on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I agree with the sentence, but uh, he's definitely, he's in there deep. <laughs> I don't see him banging his way out of that. Nah, I th- Not it- if he only grossed uh, that that much money. Yeah, that's not even a... Of what he's got to pay. Now that doesn't add up to me. Uh, I don't understand. 
Why? Why was he doing this for that? Such a little income. Yeah, you you would think. <laughs> That's silly. But what's even more silly is Sega could spend $1 billion on his next super game, including studio acquisitions, for story number six. That's what I'm talking about, Sega. Getting out there and doing it. Yeah, I didn't even know Sega had money like that. I thought they were almost like closed down four times. They did, but I always forget like the Yakuza series is them. That's very true. That's like that's really big. And uh, I always forget Shin Megami Tensei. That's uh, off yep. the Yakuza. No, that's off Persona, I think. Yeah, right? uh, I I didn't realize. Well, it's in the article about them owning Atlas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's what's um Persona and uh, they have a slew of uh, JRPGs that are, are yeah. big, and I think that's your Shimagani Tensei. Yeah, I think that's off that. The, I don't know that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I think it's out of the same thing. Anyways, uh, Andy Robinson of VGC says. Sega has said it's considered investing nearly $1 billion in its game development cap- uh, capabilities in the next year, including the potential acquisition of other game companies. Japanese producer uh, publisher has committed to a new super game initiative this year, a mid to long term strategy aimed at creating a major global title, focusing on the pillars of global online community and IP utilization. The company's annual report published this week, parent company Sega Sammy said it would consider investing up to a hundred billion. I think that's yen, right? That was, yeah. Yeah, that's yen. Yen. I I knew I'd seen the symbol before, but I was like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) But it's 882 million US dollars over the next five years to achieve its super game ambitions. The investment could spend on not only its internal development resources in development games, but also the acquisition of other companies either in Japan or abroad. Sega has the largest studio networks of any uh, Japanese company since the acquisition of a UK-based creative assembly known for Total War in 2005 has gone on acquired Sports Interactive Football Manager, Relic, which is Age of Empires, uh, Atlas, which is Persona, Amplitude, which is Humankind, and Two Point, which is Two Point Hospital. Yeah. Uh, which Two Point Campus is coming. It's coming. I forgot all about that. Oh my god! You need to put that on your wish list. What are you doing? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sega Sammy's annual report has suggested that any future acquisition should be considered based on how they complement its existing developers. The way people interact with the games is becoming more diverse, and the ecosystem is growing exponentially. It said, in the context, Sega wants to go beyond the boundaries of conventional games and take on the challenge of creating super games that excite the gaming community, which is a web of diverse relationships. It added naturally. We we uh, project that project that the scale project, project. <laughs> is it spelled the same, or am I just saying I, it wrong? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the scale of the investment and development of such super games would be sizable. We will need to incorporate new technologies and trends to this, and we will have to invest our perspective of developing the pipeline and shoring up our value chains. President and COO Yukio Sugeni. Geno went on to use Persona developer Atlas as an example of acquisition that helped Sega grow its business by utilizing the company's enterprise or expertise at localizing games for global audience. I think back to when we acquired and consolidated Atlas, he said, this brought us two major benefits. One was the high appeal world-class IPs Atlas was had developed in the role-playing game genre. The other was the solid localization capabilities of the U.S.-based site. 
there are these localization capabilities, very Japanese IPs like Yakuza and Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku. I was close. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. You're getting better. Getting better. <laughs> it's, it's when they get me with like the uh, the other, any other language besides uh, Japanese. I can, I can, I can deal with the Japanese usually, but they, uh, yeah. when they get, when they throw Anything in that Polish or something that has like 49 K's in, in like one word, I don't know how to pronounce that, <laughs> but anyways, no vowels, <laughs> no, no vowels. I think what my tongue is about to have a seizure trying to, to say that, but anyways, translating expression that's resonated with local users and enhanced game quality. The outcome is clearly evident that the rising Metacritic scores, which in turn are leading to growing sales in overseas markets. These kinds of acquisitions that enhance our functionality will definitely be the major strength in the long run. And we will continue to proactively explore the investments from the point of view. Finally, Sujino said that Sega intended to increase numbers of collaborations with other companies. The comments come on the week Sega announced a strategic alliance with Microsoft which will see it develop games using the Xbox firm's Azure cloud platform. I always have the sense of a collaboration with other companies have been leaking. He said now in the part of better respond to rapid change in the market, we are increasing opportunities to be in the communication with the various business partners. More robust collaborations have enabled us to enhance game quality and gain footholds in development of certain new services and games. Of course, collaboration brings challenges. But backed by our strong, strong brand recognition and a rich lineup of IP, Sega stands firmly in a position of strength. While Sega prepares its this super game, it also released a number of new projects over the course of the next five years, including a new FPS title at a European studio, likely Creative Assembly, and the utilization of IP assets and remakes, reboots, and remasters. So a whole slur from Sega about buying companies and using those companies to make a superb game. What do you think? I think it's a good idea. Sega's doing it up. Um, I mean, like you said, forever ago, they they struggled. I mean, they had a console. uh, And then after that, they kind of, I really think they did almost like go bankrupt like three or four times. Yeah, that was that was almost it after the uh, Dreamcast. That that was almost Mm -hmm. like where Sega went out of the game right there. But after that, they were they were smart. They jumped back in. They just started concentrating on like publishing only, which was the right move. They had great IPs, and, and if they could just use those IPs and like let people license them, and they could publish the titles. I mean, very profitable for for Sega. Yeah, it made sense. Uh, Atlas for sure. When when they picked them up, that's a they they really do make very quality uh, JRPGs and very different from your normal RPGs in general. Oh yeah. Yeah. Persona is a huge, huge thing. And, and I don't know if it's coming out next year, maybe the year following, but persona six, I think has been in the talks and been in the works for quite some time. And I know a lot of people would be excited to see that release. So that's going to be a big end for Sega as well. Those are some, some thick games. Yeah, I haven't got around to playing any of them, but I heard I heard Persona Five is the one that's that's the, where it's at. Like that game is 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 gold. That's what yeah. I keep hearing. So uh, eventually, it is free on the the PlayStation Collection thing. Uh, I, when I get time, you know, and and really oh, yeah. get that urge to to play something really abstract, and I think that's where I would go. But I usually don't I don't tinker too much in the JRPG 
scene basically because of that fact. I mean, the games are very girthy and there's usually a lot of mechanics and like a lot of other things that go into play in those games. And it's just, it takes a commitment. And I just usually don't have that at the time. You don't want to go back to school and Persona 5? I think that part is, you know, that part interests me, of <laughs> course, because I just wanted to be like bully. You know, I just wanted to be like bully. I, I just want to like maybe go to a class and then go punch some kids or something. That's yeah. Yeah. Maybe go to class, uh, punch some kids. Absolutely. Start a food fight. Oh, randomly random fact, uh, the throw on top of that. Uh, I did get some rumor and speculation that Hogwarts legacy would be coming March of 2022. Ah, you know what I did? I just saw that myself a little earlier. It's like another NVIDIA leak with dates, but take that for hearsay. You know, that could be anybody reporting anything. True, but Hogwarts Legacy officially confirmed for now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> officially, they called me. I, I'm in the, I am the leak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah J.K. Rowling uh, called me this afternoon. Yeah, I told her she was dumb, but uh, either way, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you guys know. <laughs> but no, I'd be, I, I'd be surprised if it came then because there's been nothing on that game. Uh, but maybe New Year uh, is going to bring new new trailers and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what they got planned for that. It's going to be uh if that's true, that's a very heavy beginning of the year. Uh, it already is anyway. Uh, they're, they're they're smacking a load full of of stuff. February's overflowing. Yeah, nobody's going to do anything till like fall. Time to get through <laughs> everything from February. But yeah, it's good. It's good for the, you know, usually don't have a lot of big releases around that time of year. And I'm honestly, it just shows, I guess the whole industry is doing well. It's pretty healthy to be able to release that much good content and that same mark in like the same quarter. And, and still everybody's like, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to release my stuff in there too. Like whatever. Yeah. No, nobody's moving around. Like when uh red dead basically eight November. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I still say it's, it's, you know, some of these games coming out and, and, you know, it's a shame that like some of the big games like Elden Ring and stuff like that are coming out then because it's when it does come to like awards and stuff like that, even though that really doesn't matter on the grand scheme of things. But uh, for those developers and, and the companies and stuff like that, you know, that make these incredible games, they make them and release them in the beginning of the year, seem to never get credit for it. That's true. True. A lot of them because they get pushed back and have to wait. But that's going to be a lot uh Speaking of awards lined up for the actual award shows. Anyway, story number seven. DTA parent company has 62 games coming by March 2024. That's just silly. And I'll say it. I'll say it at the very end of it. Still silly. Yeah, I don't, there's no way. What, what year is it? 2021. Well, we'll just say 2022 because we only got yeah. like a month and a piece. So you're, you're going to come out with 62 games by 2024. That's not happening. Done. Those are like indie games. I don't, I don't know, because they're not an indie developer. True. And anyways, at, at GameSpot says, as part of the Take-Two's earnings report, the company revealed that it has a whopping 62 games re- planned for release by the end of uh, financial year 2024, which is uh, March 2024. These games were listed of the uh, in a slide for Take Two's uh, financial year 2022 to 2024 pipeline, and includes 23 immersive core titles, six independent games from its private division, 
label, 20 mobile games, four mid-core games, and nine new iterations of previously released titles. You can see Take-Two's definition of these five categories listed below. The side contains an important caveat that explains that this is only a snapshot of Take-Two's existing development pipeline. Not all will necessarily be seen through into release. It is likely to be some of these titles that were not be developed through completion or some may be delayed and we may also add new titles to our slate take two said as an example take two not seeing every game through to the completion the company just announced it canceled an unannounced game with an association cost of 53 million dollars <laughs> to help with take two's <laughs> ambitious plans the company has been increasing its headcount in recent years for the latest year take two had a development studio staff of 5046 employees a number that has been steadily growing in recent years in other news, Take Two developed 2K's Marvel Midnight Suns from XCOM uh, developer Fire Axis or Fur Axis. The company also really, what was yeah. that? Yeah, I was trying to say it in my head too. Fur Axis. Frax. Fraxis. Fraxis. I was saying it like in a tree, like a fur. Yeah. <laughs> Good old fur tree. I was breaking the words down. I was benchmarking and I shouldn't have been benchmarking it. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was more than one syllable is what I'm saying. <laughs> company also revealed that GTA 5 was now sold 155 million copies, which is insane. While Red Dead Redemption 2 sales have climbed to 39 million. Get out of here. That is such a huge difference. It's 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 insane. I wonder what million of copies this game actually became profitable. Like, how many million do you have to sell to get a turnaround? I want to say when Grand Theft Auto V came out, it made like a billion dollars on opening day, or something dumb. It was it was ridiculous. Oh, I, I guarantee it. Was that it, on like the the last two gens ago consoles? Yeah, I th- yeah I think on the three when it launched on three sixty, I think GTA V set the record for most money made in like the the first like week or a couple days at launch. It was it was like a billion dollars or something. It was it was something insane. Like everybody and their mother went out and bought GTA five and played it that day. But uh they did uh from that bit above here, they broke down like what each one of these categories were. But it said immersive core uh is a title that has the deepest gameplay and the most hours of content. Examples include our key sport franchise like PGA two K and NBA two K, as well as Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. So they, like they're deep, deep IPs or high replayability. Yearly, yearly IPs. Yeah. Uh, independent private division releases is just like, I guess they're like they're small developing staff and stuff like that. They have on hand uh, mobile, obviously mobile platforms. <clears throat> uh, Midcore is a title that is either an arcade title like WWE Battlegrounds or a game that has many hours of gameplay but not to be the same content as an immersive core title. That sounds yep. incredibly confusing. It uh, does. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it can be any of those games that aren't in those games that are above, but it's a different name for it, them. Like what? Except it's not immersive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though it could have lots of hours. Yes. Somebody needs to sit down and talk immersive. there. <laughs> Who made this joke? <laughs> <laughs> New iterations of prior releases, uh, obviously, as, as ports, remasters, sequels, all fall into that. So, There's your bully remaster. 
Yeah, it is. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. I'm hoping Hogwarts Legacy fills that gap in my life, so yeah, just gonna sort of throw that out there, you know. <laughs> but yeah, sixty-two games. How many do you say are going to be real? Mm. Oh, better, better, better question for you. Pre-answer that. How many times can they really like like what counts as a game? Like an a, like an actual release? Like can they release GTA? Uh, just say the trilogies, right? Do each one of those games count as a game on each console? Like, mm. is that like is that three games on PlayStation, three games on Xbox? Does that make it six releases? Uh, that's a good question. You know what I mean? I don't know if that they, counts. They consolidate it as one. Yeah, is that just three, or does it count as one, or does it count as three on each different console? Like, I don't know. There's also this is March 2024. We're in what? November of 21, if it hasn't already, uh, which I don't think it has, shouldn't there be another NBA coming out soon? Yeah, uh, yes. Should be like now, right? About one of those, I, I would think so. They're normally, what, like September? I thought so, yeah. Or did it already come out? I, I don't follow it too closely. so They don't. But if you think of that, there's one of those each year. PGA, they're probably going to do another one because that didn't do too bad. We'll just add three more of those on. Yeah. That's another six games unless you include consoles. And, you know, that's another, what, nine? <laughs> if they do it like that way, which uh, I don't know. Uh, um, they'll have a new wrestling game. 2022. Two of those years. If it's yep. not complete doo doo butter like the other one was, supposedly they remade it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, <laughs> twenty twenty <laughs> was supposed to be a great one too. That was <laughs> god awful. Yeah. Um. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe uh, Grand Theft Auto Six. Maybe by then. I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, I don't probably I, not. But I don't see it. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Don't get me wrong. It could be. They make so much money off GTA Online. Like, I don't see their point to even rush putting out six. You know, no, that's why they haven't because they they constantly have a steady flow of money from that. Yeah, like people are all like they don't need new GTA. They need new GTA Online content, and that's what they. I think that's just what Rockstar's aimed at so hard. Like, I mean, is, they've constantly been putting it out, and it's yeah. fresh and. Yeah, I give it to them. I think I think they do need to expand on that world, though. Like, I like if they give like GTA Online, like they need to add more map or content to that. Like, how many times are you gonna ride around that same city? You know, I, I get it. You know, it's consolidated enough to have players interact with each other, but just open the city up with more players. I mean, we can support like servers with more players now, and and make it functional. Yeah, I I still said they should add the other. You know, the Vice City map in there, uh, Grand yeah. Theft Auto 4. Yeah, San put it all, like, make it its own universe, like the whole GTA, like, thing, and, and just the one line. Almost like an MMO, but not in that sense of, like, you know, not that deep of a scale. Yeah, an MMO without being an MMO. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I say, I didn't say, I didn't say live service. Yeah. It's just a multiplayer online game, right? I think MMORPG would be like the whole next level. I don't think they should. 
there is there is some of that in there where you can like make your guy like run and jump faster and stuff like that. Sure. But, fly plane better. Yeah, fly plane better. <laughs> but blutter. Yeah. Blutter. Blutter. He'd be fine. I played there, better, better, but yeah, I, I don't know. And they, they, I, I did hear something about this one game. This fifty-three million dollar game that they had canceled was an MMO, uh, like superhero game, like generic superheroes, not like Marvel superheroes. Okay. Like, uh, like no name, like their own created superheroes. It was supposed to be some kind of like MMO online, make your superhero kind of thing. I think it just you know they probably came to a realization like oh they made. You know, Square Enix done made a Marvel game that's a live service game that is like bombing hard. So maybe um, it's really hard. So maybe they're just like, you know what? Maybe the superhero thing isn't the move right now. And especially if it's generic superheroes, not even ones with like strong names or IPs like, attached to them. So, I mean, Square Enix just had to remove costa like outfits that you paid for that gave you XP boost and like other things. Come on. I don't get it. You know, they should have just made that game. Like, you know what? Crystal Dynamic is it was, I mean, Tomb Raider is a great game, right? They should have just made the Marvel series, that Avengers thing into that and left it as the single player thing. Yep. Yeah. That, that whole live service thing. I think that's where it all went. It, it really went out the window right there. Like they just don't know how to incorporate this stuff. Like, like when you think about the concept of it and when I heard about it originally, I really didn't understand what it was like, okay, like how you level up your, character and you're going to get different costumes that incorporate different bonuses like i don't i don't want the hulk to have a t-shirt on you know i don't i want him to his chesticles to be flopping in the wind as i smash cars like that's that's you don't want him in that that pinstripe outfit no flying through (laughs) the air it's just i didn't understand like i want them to be in their iconic costumes and stuff i don't want to see dr strange wearing a freaking peacoat like, you know, like, I don't get it. I didn't understand the concept of it. Uh, you don't like casual Doctor Strange? You know, casual Doctor Strange, but we, we need business Doctor Strange at the same time. Like, All right. I should have said business casual. <laughs> You're right. That's really borderlining. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, you like, know, I'm just, I don't get it. I didn't understand. Like, the solo gameplay, I'm all about it. Good job. That's what they should have done all along, though. See, I... I just think like maybe they went into it thinking, oh, yeah, we can make a live service game really easy. Uh, But look at Destiny failed so many times before it got to like being something that everybody actually likes. The fan base really enjoys and they're just constantly putting out quality stuff now. And it took a long time to get to that. Really long time. It's hard Um, to follow in those footsteps, but they should have took those lessons as like an example. Like, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, games and companies that are trying to do this it, aren't taking any of that into account, and they're just throwing out this this bare mess because it, it was very empty at first. I mean, Spider Man still isn't there. He's supposed to come, I think, what next month? Uh, yeah, they're claiming next month. We'll see. You'll see him next year. I mean, it's <laughs> he was the whole reason everybody bought it on PlayStation. Oh, no, it's a real jab. And that, you know, if I was Sony, I would be like real hot about that. Like, you know, they paid for that exclusivity for to have that in the game. It's just a big, big goof on everything. I, I mean, 
They got really top quality voice actors to voice the people. It just it really turned out to be a mess. Yeah. It's a, it's a total fail for Crystal Dynamics. Like they should have yeah. just stuck to a single player experience and it would have been fantastic. I think I, I played a little yeah. bit at the beginning of that game and I didn't have Same. any, I didn't have any grapes of it. I, I thought it played well and you played as when you played as a girl, it felt original, you know, it yeah. felt, it felt good yep. to play. Like I, I couldn't ask for much more than that. Uh, I think they should have just left it at that though. Like what was that? What was that one game that was an MMO old, old PC game where you made your own superheroes? Uh, what DC DC online was that it? I can't remember. Yeah, I thought it was it's still on. It's on consoles too now. Is it's it still going? Like, I mean, they should have like looked into stuff like that. Like, how is this game functioning? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But they uh, definitely skipped on everything on that. No, it and just, it, it just turned it just turned into like what a beat 'em up grind game. Like how many times you know yeah, play and and I think grind. the the original levels too, right? Were like the same thing over and over before they even added content like end game stuff for people to do. Like yeah, you just, you just grind and grind and grind and grind until you get what level one fifty or level fifty, I think it was capped at. I think so, and then each character you had like. They yeah, all had their own individual battle passes. Yeah, you had to level each but, one individual. Um, yeah, to unlock certain things and what you had to. Uh, uh, they all had challenges specific to them, but it was like some ridiculous things that had to go on. Yeah, that's that's a ton of grinding, especially you know, like you're not going to like some characters. Like you might not like Black Widow, but you like you know. Thor or whatever, you know, you're only going to play like a couple characters. And once you grind those couple characters, you're just going to be like, yeah, well, I'm done with this. Yeah, it's like I liked playing as Hulk and uh, what's her name? Um, Captain Marvel. The, the yeah, was that her? The new one. They basically the new like Marvel superhero or, super. Yeah. 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 yeah Captain Marvel. Um, Mrs. She, Marvel. <laughs> she, she was fun to play as and her and Hawk, but like I didn't like playing as Iron Man and uh I didn't care to play with uh Thor too much. Yeah. Well I didn't understand the mechanics of a flying character. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The flying was a little wonky. Yeah, but they put a cap on the ceiling and stuff. Like, what's the point of letting a character fly if you can't fly? <laughs> like yeah, just, let me zoom all the way up there and rain missiles down. Yeah, I know. It's not. It wasn't open Iron enough. Iron Man for would do flying characters. Yeah. Why? Why are we griping about that? I don't know. I don't know. We really got stuck on what it. What were we talking about? Take two. Is that even related to that? Uh, no. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not surprised, <laughs> but uh, I really got stuck. That's because they canceled that yeah. unannounced game. That's what it was. Yeah, we just got bitter about the Marvel game. Yeah, but now I think uh, if they can release some of their big IPs, like maybe they get GTA six out and then obviously the sport iterations. I don't know where they're making up all the other games. Unless there's just a, a freak ton of original content coming that I doubt. Mm-hmm. I forgot about this. Uh, the midnight suns. Uh, oh yeah. The XCOM. Um, yeah. 
XCOM like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming I'm I'm guessing that's how it's going to be and that's that's cool. I think that's a cool idea. I'd play that. Yeah, I would I would give it a try. Uh I like XCOM. Uh I don't know how this oh this was the other thing I think with this game that I had. Like how do you kill off a super like XCOM the whole the thing was like your characters die. You lose that character forever. Like it's it permadeath. What do you do if Spider-Man dies? Like you know. Like what do you do? He's gone. They're not, they're not killing off the superheroes. They're not doing He's out. It. <laughs> like, I mean, they can touch into the Spider-Verse thing, I guess, and 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 there's eight all the different Spider-Mans. But I don't understand how you kill off your characters in that game and still make that game function correctly. I don't know. Unless they're like incapacitated for a, a level. I don't, I don't know. Mm-mm, dead. They're just gone. Dead. <laughs> out of there. Bye bye. Peter Parker. Bye-bye, Miles Morales. Mm. Done. I think if they did make it that brutal. <laughs> Some wee little kids is over there playing. He chooses the wrong thing. And you just see this like intense, brutally freaking cut scene of Spider-Man getting his like face ripped off or something. I, when uh, just... Avengers, <laughs> when Avengers <laughs> come out, a uh, similar situation. Um, uh, father and his dad, I, or I, a father and his son, I remember in the store and the child was really little. And I remember the dad was like, look, you know, that Avengers game's coming out. I was like, Captain uh, America is my son's like favorite, <laughs> favorite character. He was like, do they, they really, really kill him? I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's probably going to be pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, they wipe him out. I'm like, that's what the game is. And they're like, he was like, wow, I don't think we're going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> Rip Steve yeah, Rogers. The, the kid was probably like uh, four or five too. Oh wow! Like, yeah, don't, don't don't crush him. No, no, no. <laughs> that'll that'll do it for him. I don't even know if he would have the motor skills to even play that game. No, but that's all he even needs to see that and be like if the, the opening like cutscene. He gets to the cool yeah. Marvel the Marvel convention or whatever. Yeah, like and wow, then, this is awesome, and then everybody dies. Spoilers, sorry. <laughs> Sell the PlayStation. <laughs> now, get yeah. rid of it. Here's Taskmaster. Taskmaster. <laughs> no, nobody likes you, Taskmaster. <laughs> Go and get. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Well, that's really yeah. all I got, I think. Uh, take two. Yeah. Making games. Yeah. Oh, did you hear, uh, by the way, they're de- uh, delaying. Activision Blizzard has delayed Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. I was going to tell you that at the very end. Um, I forgot about it till now. Yeah. Activision <laughs> Blizzard having a lot of, a lot, a lot of trouble over there. And I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's deserved, but it's a, it's a lot streaming from their, their lawsuits and everything. Oh yeah. What's uh Vanguard had been released, right? Yeah. Uh, ratings that? on it were a little less than, than normal. normal they weren't bad they, they weren't bad i want to see what their sales are i think that's what i'm more interested in oh vanguard motor sales what is that <laughs> now, i'm just curious to see how this held up with previous sales with you know you know the core fan base is going to buy call of duty they don't care about none of this other stuff but curious if it, it started to get mainstream enough to affect the sales on an activision release which I'm not sure. 
No, it says here's Game Rant put out an article out saying Call of Duty Vanguard likely to become the top selling game of 2021. So likely to become what? It's likely to become the top selling game of 2021. Oh, I have I don't hard know. Even that, I don't see it. <laughs> There's a lot of good games came out this year. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and I heard it was mediocre. You know, back to World War Two. No, I'm not really feeling it. I am excited for Battlefield 2042. I'm not going to lie. I, I do think that might be a, a purchase for me. When the time comes. Yeah, I, uh, I'd be a little bit more uh, hyped up for that. Instead of, um, I don't know, that voiced my duty, duty feelings. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's too much copy and paste for me. And I, I th- they need some original content. Like, can we be honest? Like, let's let's make our own start fictional wars or something. They, they really need to take a year off. Yeah. And just make it like reboot the whole thing into something really nice. Get yourself a. Did they get a new engine? They did get a new engine, didn't they? Finally. Yeah, that's what they made the recent Modern Warfare in. <clears throat> a t- year ago, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they don't need to like up that as much because that was pretty solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my. I'd like. I don't even play Call of Duty like that, but that that one I did pick up because it was just it, it. It was spot on. Let's be honest. It was a good. It was good Call of Duty. But uh, I liked it. The modernness of it. It wasn't futuristic. It wasn't. I wasn't shooting the M1 Grand. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I. It was. It was modern. That's all. I, that's all I asked for. No rocket boots, please. Please. So. Um, but yeah, uh, your Diablo and Overwatch, like I was saying, delayed. Not it's, not it's not looking good. At this point. Now, Overwatch Two actually is seeing a whole lot of. Uh, I looked into a little bit on that, and it's just like they they're they're pushing it back, but they're saying. They're basically having to rework every one of these characters to fit in with that. But they're also saying that the next Overwatch season, I think is what it was, is going to be played on an early build of Overwatch 2. So now they have to model these characters to be able to be played in the pro aspect of it. Mm. That sounds uh, like a and, uh, But the thing is, like, who are the pros going to practice with if they're only releasing it for them? This is true. You know, it's not like it's uh, releasing to the public like for these. So who are they going to practice with? Just each other? How they're not going to get the to be able to do do like the skirmish games like they normally would, or have an early private beta with a selected group of people to where they can actually play against and different. You know, everybody plays it different, so they're not going to get that. It's just a really big mess on that end, and Diablo Four. I don't even know how far to even say that could be out because they honestly have not showed like a crazy amount of things from it or, or really talked a whole lot about what's coming up in it. Yeah, I ain't seen a whole lot. I really couldn't tell you much about anything Diablo 4. It's just looking really rough uh, on the Activision Blizzard side for everything. Uh, even the... Because uh, they... They promoted two people, basically, right, to be like the co co run it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then the woman that was doing it, she's already 
step down and she's leaving the company to go work in something with women's rights, which is awesome. But she's already left out of that. So they are just hanging in, rough on hanging <laughs> yeah. in the dust there. Uh, they do have a, a Diablo mobile game also in the works. Uh, Still. That's been in. I think I've registered for that back in probably 2019. Yeah, they scrapped <laughs> that already and redid it. And it's just that's probably in the same boat. If that comes out before Diablo 4, everybody's going to lose their everlast <laughs> whatever's <laughs> left. Yeah, maybe, well, it might be what the people need to to, to kind of have a chill pill uh, here. Enjoy this for uh, whatever till we can get this four right. I don't know. Maybe just it, it shows how much a, a company that's sitting on top can be taken down. Yeah, by, easily by their own actions. Yeah, it's not. It's a the game community is a whole lot different now, and, and people are very particular about their things, and they are uh, not afraid to not show support to a company now. Oh yeah, no, they're definitely feeling not, it. It's not just because of their name. I mean, World of Warcraft is having massive issues as well with servers and. You know, people just leaving left and right. Uh, that's the whole whole another problem. I mean, that was a that was a constant revenue maker. Uh, mm-hmm. So they start losing assets like that. It comes a bigger, a, a way bigger deal for Activision. And the the real way to make change is you know hurt their hurt their wallet. And that's pretty much what people are doing. That's yeah, that's what's happening. All those uh, people are moving over and trying out other. MMOs now and diving into those. That's why New World spiked off really good. I want to say, yeah, yeah uh, Amazon really, really, um, they should be probably happy that they delayed it till now because it really play, it panned out for them well. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, it was great that the people had something else to go to as well. At the, something at the fresh, yeah. Maybe not as long lasting as World of Warcraft, but hey, you know, get out of there. Let Activision eat their, eat, you know eat their dues and uh, enjoy something yeah. else. Yeah. So that's really all I got. Uh, any final thoughts, comments or concerns there, sir? Yeah. One more uh, crazy thing I read. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, what is it? RTX 30 series graphic cards. They got stole off a truck, like an actual heist, like a payday, a, a payday. Yeah. That's a word. A payday heist. Mm. This is, oh, uh, that's why I didn't put it in because I wanted to do. Wait, I was going to talk about this first. I was like, "This is a good. This is a good conversation starter." <laughs> yeah, like I saw the picture and I was like, "Ooh, more payday three information." There's just no, no. They uh, this, this group of people heisted it off a truck, and that, that's a lot of money uh, to think about. Let me see what it was. Um, uh, the cards were anywhere from estimated value of three hundred twenty nine ninety nine up to one thousand nine hundred fifty nine ninety nine, and those all stolen. I don't think there was an amount uh, that they even wanted to report yet. Um, mm. but you think about that; those amount of cards, and they're going to be sold for at least double. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Coming well, off there, they were free if they stole them, so. <laughs> Maybe they'll sell them for retail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. It'd be mighty nice of them. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. They don't seem like good guys, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> They're not yeah, passing them out for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a real shame. How many were in a truck? 
Don't say uh, quantity. I don't see a quantity. It did not mention how exact exactly how many graphic cards are stolen. That'd be an inside. This is an inside job. But the post did warn the perpetrators <laughs> what federal and state laws they were violating. Yeah, it's an inside job, man. Yeah, nobody would have known what's on that truck. Sort of. Nobody mm-hmm. would have known. Yeah, I don't imagine these trucks are slapped all on the outside of. <laughs> no. Carrying Nvidia cards and all this. Other yeah, they're probably crypt. They're probably crypto mining. That's probably what it is. Oh yeah, that's for sure. They probably won't be sold. Yeah, they're probably crypto mine with them, which I know nothing about. But I just know you need powerful graphics cards. <laughs> it's not so. That's all I know. And this is bad too because this this is going to affect even more on the shortage side of things because they're already hard to get as is. Yeah, for sure. And then now you got this on top of it. That's a whole shipment that's not going into the uh, hands of consumers. Yeah, they're having a hard time getting all the chip assets and stuff for it. They just can't can't get production right. And I I just read an article. You know, like people need to be wary of trying to get Nintendo Switches. Like it's going to be hard to get a Nintendo Switch, even though you know that console's been out and they're going to be hard to mm-hmm. find this this uh, holiday season. So if you want to get somebody a Switch, you better better grab it soon. They're not. And it's not like you're going to get this thing in a sweet bundle or something. It's going to be Nintendo does not drop prices. So don't even be too worried about that. They might throw in a memory card or something with it, but that's probably about far as you'll get. Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8. Oh, I did want to tell you that. I'm glad you Oh man. You're on fire today. I'll tell you what. You're welcome. I'm just, I'm just living it up, man. (laughs) There was a a figure I wanted to give uh, for that. I wanted to find it. (laughs) Digging in that Mario Kart Eight knowledge. Yeah, so it was it, well. It's it's based upon the fact that like you know people were like, where is Mario Kart Nine? Right? Like, what is what are we doing with it? And but the problem right here is the problem that Mario Kart Eight Deluxe has sold thirty eight point seven four million copies. Oh my gosh! Thirty eight point seven four million copies of Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. And Animal Crossing New Horizons sits at thirty four point eight five million copies. That's nuts. Do people? I don't think people realize like a a, a well uh, successful game is like ten million. What do you say? Ten million copies. Hey, yeah, it's uh, extremely successful uh, game. So an, a, a game selling uh, upwards of forty million copies is it's, it's, it is insane. That means that over half the amount of switches in the population have Mario Kart Eight. I think they're. I think the switch is on the brink of breaking. Uh, into like the fourth or fifth spot of most sold consoles of a hundred and some million, I think, or 90 million, something like that. I was trying to get you another figure to compare it to. I was trying to see how much uh, Ghost of Tsushima made in its opening weekend, just to compare to that. Well, it sold 2.4 million. Um, Oh, here you go. 93 million is the total amount of switches. Sold. Sold. That's incredible. High, high number. Um, oh, here you go. Uh, so as of the, the fiscal year, I'm, I'm assuming 2020, uh, Ghost, uh, which is one of their highest selling 
uh, Sony's highest selling what first party games, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, looks like it has sold six point five million. Yeah, and that's extremely successful. Like they look at that like, yes, this is great. Yeah, uh, and Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is sitting over there. It's 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 freaking bananas. Crazy. And anybody that wants Mario Kart Eight, it a lot, or, we're just like it's just blown away. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of money. It's a it's a big number. Uh, it shows the support, and and I wouldn't even call Mario Kart Eight as one of those games that are like. It's like headline franchise. You know what I mean? Like it's usually like Super Smash Brothers or whatever the, the major like Mario Galaxy or Odyssey. Like those are the games that are like being like frontlined. Mario Kart 8 is always or Mario Kart in general is always the one like, eh, you know, I'm here with my Mario Golf and Mario Tennis. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm back here with these guys. I'm not I'm not the, the main event. But Mario Kart 8 is it's just a phenomenon on how well it's done. And you you never get Mario Kart 9 if these the sales don't cool down to Mario Kart 8. It's never happening. My copy is still sitting wrapped in my drawer with my other Switch games. It's probably because you played it so much on the on the Wii U. <laughs> like, like, can we just, just sit here and think of it for a second that this was on the Wii U? <laughs> and it's the number one selling Nintendo Switch game. Hey, Grand Theft Auto's was on the 360 PS3 and it's still still doing it. Hey, but I'll, I'll argue the fact that Rockstar is at least adding content to that on a regular basis. That is true. That is true. They've not seen new <laughs> courses in Mario Kart Deluxe. <laughs> not since the, drivers. Not, I mean, that's the only addition to Deluxe, right? Was the Wii U expansions? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. I mean, they went in and just made uh, like Mario Party maps from and games from all the original games. They did. I heard it's great so, too. Yeah, yeah. From what I've seen of it, it looks looks like a blast. Yeah, I heard it was great. So, um, what's going on with that Mario Kart Eight there? Huh? <laughs> yeah, can we just get the nine already? Like, please. Oh, oh, I I forgot so many things. Marvel Guardian of the Galaxy, yeah, excellent review, great game. Yeah, yeah, Check that I out. saw that too. Slap right in our face. Yeah, we talked a lot of doo doo on that. And, uh, yeah, people love it. I'll take it. <laughs> you know what? It'd probably been a, a, a crap game if we if we were looking forward to it. That's how yeah. it goes. So yeah, uh, you know, congratulations uh, to those guys that they uh, su- successfully made uh, some kind of superhero iteration that doesn't suck. Besides Spider Man, <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. So maybe in the future, that's a that's an on sale game for me still. Yeah, I heard there's, you know, I'm not looking forward to a third person uh, action hack and slash beat em up kind of game right now. No, I'm so stuck on like farming Sims, man. It's, it's ridiculous. It's uh, it's hard to get past it. I, my time at Porsche, I was playing that like I was telling you. And it's like, I don't know why I'm uh, addicted to playing this, but it's good. That's what I'm saying. Like I've been sitting here playing Graveyard Keeper on like the PC, and then I'll get off here and I'll go play Stardew on the Switch. <laughs> like yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's 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 that's, that's that's rough. Uh, that sounds like a developing issue. Uh, I know. Like, I don't understand. Them. Like <laughs> it's like you can't get enough Graveyard Keeper, but you you don't feel like sitting at your computer any longer. Yeah, so you just play Stardew so Valley. Lay down. <laughs> <laughs> I play Stardew. <laughs> 
Like, oh, we, were, we were blasting out zombies the other day and that back for blood. And then after that, I was like, I guess I could go play Graveyard Keeper. <laughs> yeah, cool down. I got to go. I got to go fix a church. I got to go clear <laughs> my graveyard out to drop some more dudes in there. <laughs> got to get it looking right. Oh, that's fantastic. It's a big problem. It was like when I got really stuck on uh, simulators, which I'm, uh, I think I'm about to pick up uh, one of those on Steam. The old one of them went on sale. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I probably already own it because I'm a freaking dweeb for a simulator game. Yeah. Yeah, you, you bought a bunch during that time. I think it was one of those. Yeah. Well, they were on sale, and uh, they they were even selling them to like selling them to me in bundles. Like, like here, oh, yeah. How like, can you just, say no? Like it's like ten dollars for two games. So you just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they got me real good, and uh, I actually tinkered with one last night, and I was like, oh, I'm tired. I, I have no. And I'm playing uh, Rim World, and that's like a civilization kind of like you you start with like three survivors and. It's like uh, you keep them, keep them alive and build stuff. Then you capture people. And I was trying to capture this guy. It went, it went real awry. It went, it went, it went south quick. But all he had was a knife. He was from, a, he was from an opposing faction. Mm. He had a knife, and uh, I was just gonna, you know, peacefully shoot him a couple times, and 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 peacefully shoot him. <laughs> I'm gonna peacefully shoot him a couple times and imprison him. Uh, <laughs> So, so, I can, right. yeah, so okay. he, he can he can sacrifice his will to me and and, and then it will work for my faction. Uh, okay. But uh, he didn't uh, actually. I pretty much killed him. Uh, oh. He he stabbed one of my guys to death, and uh, instead of helping my guy, they uh, finished killing him. Well, they they almost uh. ki- they almost killed him, and then they carried his his very uh, almost dead body into the prison as we were still going to capture him. But he died. He died in imprisonment, and uh, so I lost one of my guys and and the, the guy. So, you know, it wasn't it wasn't good for the team, and we had to sit down and talk about it for a little bit. It was really a learning moment. Uh, <laughs> we, we learned that yeah. peacefully shooting somebody too much yeah. still yeah. ends. In- <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know why they were so close. He had a knife. I don't know why they were in melee distance with guns. Uh, that was the first no no. I think that's where the team needs to reconsolidate uh, what's going on, but. Yeah, very poor thought process. It was, it was. So, I'm still <laughs> still. It's, it's a good game though, man. You, if if you really want to like create your own story and like the story, like the people actually have relationships with each other and stuff too. Uh, like they like each like one another, hate each other, or whatever it may be. They might not get along. You know, some people have special ability, like not, not abilities. Like some people, you know, they can cook. They have skills. That's the thing. That's what I'm. Yeah, saying. skills. They have skills. Special <laughs> But some people can't do certain things. Yeah, like some people can't cook at all. That might be a downside. Or or they might have a smoking Mm, addiction or a drinking uh, addiction, you know, and you got to deal with those kind of things. Yeah, they got their flaws. It's uh, it makes me think of. um, Ooh, what's the other one? Uh, Oxygen not included. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Uh, Different different graphical style and, you know, not as. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably a little more. I don't know. Not realistic. It's more People don't civil- grow up and, and poop on everything. Yeah, well, they might. I, I, I'm not that deep in yet. You can create a bathroom, so they, they might just be holding it. I haven't seen it. the the poop uh, exfoliate out yet, but well, that's that's probably for the best on that. Yeah, yeah. But 
I figured out how to make a freezer. I made a freezer and because uh, all my meat was rotting outside. <laughs> it wasn't cool. But yeah, yeah, that was my experience last night. Hmm. Yeah, and the game doesn't go on sale, so never feel shy to buy it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was like, do I have that on my uh, wish list? Because I've never. It's, it's. I think it's like $34 and it goes on sale for 31 that's the biggest sale I've ever I've ever seen because it was on my wish list probably for like years, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna do it because I've 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 stood my ground for a long time, and just I think I think we've got, reached a point where it's just not gonna happen. I'm so starting to get there with some of those games. That Beaver game is uh, <laughs> starting to get on that level. Yeah, the Beaver game was actually on sale when I sent it to you, or when I added it to the wish list. Oh, man. So it's going to be a while. Actually, you know what? Winter sale's coming. You might... Uh, That's true. You might actually luck out uh, soon. So, Or is it the fall sale? Autumn sale? Or is that already gone? Oh, I thought that already happened. I don't know. It was It's Halloween. That's like the little... Well, the Halloween sale. Yeah. The little sale. And then they got the autumn prior to that. I think so the winter one's the the big one that I have. Yeah, that's like this. It's not as big as the summer one though, but it's pretty big, mm-hmm. pretty big. Yeah, summer they basically give you everything. Yeah, they take my games, sir. Hey, give us like mm, I don't know three dollars, whatever. Yeah, three dollars. You get four games. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I think that is all I have though. Any final yeah, thoughts, comments, or concerns there, sir? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm glad we made this one extra thick and long. They're the correct adjectives to use. <laughs> didn't even plan that one to come out of my mouth, so that's good. Uh, I, think I think you're think just really was, building on it now. <laughs> I think it was good. It, it was a good comeback after missing uh, some days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep apologies. You know what? Yeah, it's just what happened. So, yeah. You know, I could have recorded it by myself, and uh, that would have been what I should have done was record it, uh, the opposing conversation, then I just talked back to it. That's what I should have done. <laughs> yeah, record it one day and then wait like mm, three or four days. And then talk to myself. And then, yeah, and then forget what you said and then answer questions. Yeah, I could have changed the pitch too a little bit in the voice. So, I just say, say some kind of guest or something, you know. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, guys. <laughs> Sound like <laughs> freaking Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Pillsbury Doughboy when you poke, poke him in the belly. Mm, that's awful. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And you can also find us on Patreon.com slash Legacy Respawn, where you can support the show. And as always, take care. See you all next time. Stop buying that Mario Kart 8.